Introduce yourself Love if I can. Talk help radio. me out. everyone and welcome back to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast where fascinating people meet, the podcast that loves you. I am your host, your groove mistress, spiritual advisor, and cruise director, Madam Perry. But you don't have to call me Madam. You can call me Jan, Jennifer, J.P. Perry. I'm just happy to be here and happy that you are with me as well. I have been so fortunate um, with this podcast and all the people that follow and that listen and subscribe and leave reviews. Thank you so much, especially people that say leave reviews like it could be a famous person on the show like Dave Koz um, or, you know, some more Jen Lancaster, someone more well-known, or it could be somebody you've never heard of, maybe a JPL expert or a food historian, but either way, they say it's always interesting people, and I have been very, very fortunate to have the most fascinating people agree to be on the podcast. Um, so you know what? Tonight, most people that have listened to the show at all know that I'm a totally, completely enthralled, unabashed fan of steampunk. It started about six years ago when two guys on Facebook that I knew, James Breen and James Spring, I kept on trying to get me to come. I didn't know what this stuff was, but it seemed harmless. And uh, But they kept on. I know that they and their wives are very involved in Wild Wild West Con in Tucson. And uh, I finally went, and it, it just, no turning back. That's the way it is. So I love steampunk, but I've only been to the Wild Wild West Con. I've gone every one since 2016, I believe. So I'm going to go to the first one outside of that. In February, uh, between February 12th and 10 and 12th, the Atlanta Steampunk Expo Exposition takes place right in my hometown, Atlanta, Georgia. And I am so excited because some of my friends already know are there and there'll be some new people too. And so I want to first of all invite my co-host for tonight. And... The first one here, he's over here on a big cushion, and I hope he's comfortable. He is Captain Bill Bill Harris, and Captain, welcome to Madam Perry's Salon. Thank you, Madam. These cushions are more than comfortable. Well, I am delighted. Well, you've got that big hat, so I didn't want you to be uncomfortable, and and, which looks gorgeous. It's it's a very stunning, handsome hat. There is another dear friend of mine, and you two really make this thing, or, or as I understand, you... You captain, and, and uh, she's, I guess, a co-captain almost uh, for this, oh, yeah. and she's a dear friend of mine. If you hear some barking in the back, it's, a, it's, the, uh, it's Fiona, the corgi I took to Wild West Con, who was just enchanted with this fabulous woman, Gabby Isabel. <laughs> Gabby, welcome. 
Good evening, Madame and Fiona, if she can hear me. <laughs> oh, those ears, Let's, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we were equally enthralled with each other. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> that Aww. was the first time we were walking by. I have a leash. I have never before seen Fiona walk past something and then make me back up to take her in to meet somebody. And then, <laughs> and then Gabby, very very, very generously went and got her some special treats the next day. But so tell me, you guys, okay. tell me about Atlanta Steampunk Expo. Is this the um, how many years has it been taking place? Who created it? Who was the brilliant person that brought steampunk to my hometown? It's all my hill. <laughs> Take it away. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely his fault. <laughs> we decide. Well, uh, there was another con in Atlanta, NACRACON. It was a nice steampunk convention. But they decided to stop doing it. But we knew that steampunk wasn't dead in Atlanta, and we wanted to continue it on, especially because of all the wonderfully creative people that we love being with. So we said, well, let's do it. Let's throw a convention. So, And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like years later, like, but five shows. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like my dad's got a bar and my mom can make the costumes, right? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, how did you two get introduced to the world of steampunk? Because I still find some people who haven't had the pleasure of learning about it. Until maybe oh, I, I or have. someone else describes it. Well, I work at Dragon Con, mm-hmm. and uh, many years ago, I can't even remember. Maybe Jason might have a better idea than I. If he's oh, he's not in the in the bubble yet. But uh, uh, some kids came up with some full steampunk gear. I mean, it just blew everybody away in Atlanta. We were all smitten, of course, immediately. And uh, that was it. Danny Ashby and his group that decided to impress everybody with the steampunk. And after that, it was no turning back. I mean, you know, the elegant. Oh, I know. Can't stop. I mean, it's wonderful. True story. Yeah. And what about you, Danny? It was pretty much the same for me. Yeah. No, I um. I started attending Dragon Con around 2008 and stumbled into the uh, then um, alt history track. It is now the alternate and historical fiction track. Um, But I stumbled upon the alt history track and um, uh, met steampunk Boba Fett and saw all of the the cool, you know, costumes and contraptions and it was, it was pretty much the same story. I, I kind of fell in love with the creativity and the inventiveness that everyone had, taking um, oftentimes um, to restore o- objects or um, even things that they fished out of the garbage and turning it into a really cool um, statement piece for a costume. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was, yeah, exactly, blown away. I, uh, I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Um, went to year one of uh, Captain Bill Bill's show, the first Atlanta Steampunk Exposition, which was held uh, in 2017, and uh, got acquainted with the dear captain and 
ended up uh, kind of, uh, he, he's basically family to me now. So, uh, you know, once that happened, he, he pulled me aboard and there was no turning back. <laughs> well, so, yeah. you, Doc. <laughs> That's how it works, isn't it? Once you're, I mean, once you're in, it takes over. And, uh, oh, absolutely. And think, what are the things that make it happen? Yeah. Yes, good people indeed. Uh, as you were and saying, Madame? I was just saying a thing that what uh, I like the fact that it's it's very inclusive. It's it's all ages. So it doesn't matter where you're from once you're there. Right. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, the ages in a tent are, you know, it's everything from, gosh, from toddlers to, you know, mm-hmm. retirees. And, and some of the retirees are banging it better than anybody. I mean, they come in with the best costume. I'm serious. They, they knock it out of the park, you know? It's <laughs> true. It's it's definitely true. <laughs> we actually and, and had, a, uh, we had a, a grandfather reach out to us recently to say that um, he's going to be bringing his granddaughter on a, on a bonding trip to the Atlanta Steampunk Exposition. So, they're yeah. they're in. We already have both ends of the spectrum from a, a five year old <laughs> to a sixty something um, showing up to to play in the the world of steampunk, and I think that's super cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm planning to bring mine too. Yeah. I mean, I don't have grandkids. I've yeah. had some assigned grandkids, but uh, ah. from a friend of mine, I told you about Gabby. But so I'll be bringing mm-hmm. them and nieces and nephews, and uh, yeah, let them see. And just what awesome. it is. I'm sure our Youth Academy headmistress will be glad to have them all. <laughs> yes, yeah, we have yes. a lot Tell of store the, for them this year. Tell us about the Youth the Academy head. headmistress. Yeah, uh, Bill, would you? Yeah, would you like to take this, or would you like me to? No, go ahead, Gabby. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, we have a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, volunteer, Elizabeth Corbett, um, who is. Headmistress Corbett of the Atlanta Steampunk Exposition Youth Academy, um, and uh, she handles um, programming for um, kids uh, um, young through teen years, um, basically yeah. having um, uh, how-to panels, um, make and takes for kids you know, things that are, are a little bit easier and a little bit safer than um, what, what the adults <laughs> might handle in, in the big workshops. Um, this year, she and her son are actually going to be running a live action role play for the kids um, since the theme of this year is steampunks in space. Um, she's basically, yeah, <laughs> she's basically training the, the cadets of the Youth Academy um, on basic um, traveling skills and survivor, survival skills as we journey out into space. Um, so the, the, the role-playing game is going to begin Friday evening um, after everyone has arrived and has gotten their badges and, um, and will continue up until Sunday with a very secret surprise uh, on Sunday that we cannot disclose. But it sounds like it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yes. And, uh, and so... Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, last year um, 
Last year we had some some teenagers who were about to turn 18, and they were just like, if if we turn 18, can we no longer attend? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Of course, had Mistress Corbet was like, of course, then perhaps, you know, you can be a junior, um, you know, junior instructor and you can kind of help with the younger kids. So we have a lot of kids who, who do really like um, like what, what she does. I mean, it's amazing. It's very inventive. Um, everyone who gets a youth pass this year um, is going to walk away with a little swag bag of things that they're going to create throughout the weekend. So um, I, I just can't wait to see what she does. It's always amazing, and, and I know that everyone will have a whole lot of fun with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. My, I have a nephew who has been very involved in live-action role play for years, so he can't wait to bring his nieces and nephews to see what this oh, is all fun. about. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, now, we'll have some stuff for the adults, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, for, oh, really? <laughs> I yeah. know you will. <laughs> oh, we've got a couple yeah. game masters who are plotting away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It, it could be a family thing, but yet still be fun for everybody in the family, not just well, if you don't have kids, there's nothing for you to do. This is for everybody. Oh, no, right. 100%. Well, we have, and, you know, stuff for kids and stuff for adults. I mean, you know, uh, now, we try to mix it up for well, Let me ask you this. You've got, uh, I saw something very interesting on your website that seems um, you're going to have a tea salon. And yes. I think just to uh, explain this a little bit more, do I understand that you have a tea Czar? Absolutely. <laughs> Only the finest. Oh, we, well, we well, well. Bean teas are. <laughs> well, I, I know that you ready to come in and have a seat. Well, let me see. If you could just hang, hang, hang on, just a moment. Uh, yeah, Bill, if you could just reach over, open the uh, little beaded curtain again, and have yes. the have Jeremiah come in. Wait, here he is. Jeremiah. Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Well, hello. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I, oh, goodness. I am very tall. Let me let me duck down a little bit. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it's okay. a bit tough with the top hat there. <laughs> I oh, want yeah. everyone to be comfortable. Oh, yeah. So this is, this is a lo- lovely, lovely uh, seat you have for me. Thank you so much. Oh, dear. You're very welcome. That will be yours every time you visit. So oh, let me excellent. ask you this. Tell us about the tea salon. All right. Um, so we've we've uh, we've we've done some 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 tea salons in the past that I have not been a part of. So I'm very excited to kind of bring my own brand of excitement and magic, as well as my uh, co-tea captains who uh, will also be bringing their 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 kind of personality and their expertise. And we're going to really have a lot of just unique experiences throughout the weekend. Um, and We've also got um, a lot of different kind of unique takes on, like, what we enjoy when it comes to tea. So we're going to have 18 different teas over the entire weekend. We're going to be serving six teas every single day, and each day those will rotate into the new new teas. Um, We've got some special ones. Uh, We've got some exclusives that are, you know, going to be unveiling at at the convention um, that are going to be 
specifically uh, sold at the show by some other vendors uh, that I'm really excited to showcase. And um, it's just, it's going to be a lovely time. It's going to be a nice relaxing atmosphere where people can kind of come and chat and, you know, mellow out and, you know, just really enjoy the experience that is tea and as well as experience uh, the company of their fellow steampunks. And by the way, if you're listening live or anytime you're listening, if you wanted to uh, go to the website, it's atlantasteampunkexpo.com, atlantasteampunkexpo.com. And on the page for Tina, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to hit some highlights here that uh, <laughs> that would certainly get anybody's attention. Uh, first of all, let's see. There is, uh, well, it's open all weekend. Uh, quiet, low stimuli setting, unlimited tea, mm-hmm. and there's a mention of an apothecary. That oh, let me read this. The apothecary includes special programming on food, beverage, and medicinal tinctures and tonics that were popular back at the turn of the century. Well, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, you know, I got <laughs> I've got to credit uh, Jeremiah and one of our other uh, tea captains who um, I'm not sure if he'll be able to join us or not, um, but uh, Sam Birkenkamp from Teology Teas uh, up in Michigan, um, uh, uh, they kind of gave me this brainchild for uh, most shows have a tea room, um, but a tea salon. And for the younger ones in the audience, we don't mean a hairdresser's. Uh, (laughs) We mean the Victorian (laughs) salon. Um, because um, both Jeremiah and Sam um, are these wonderfully warm, compassionate human beings. I'm going to make him blush. I don't care. Because you are um, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful human being. And Jeremiah posed the question to me um, once uh, last year about most conventions have late-night programming like – dances or um, room parties, but there wasn't really an alternative for someone who doesn't necessarily want to get their adult beverage on and dance, which nothing wrong with that, but for someone who just kind of, kind, kind of wants to sip some tea and, and have a chat with friends. And so that's kind of how the tea salon um, was created. And, uh, and I really have to credit um, Sam uh, for part of that because um, he, that's how he runs his tea rooms at other shows as well. So we are really excited about that low stimuli, kind of easy. Um, if you've been running around the convention all day doing all of the things, um, this will be a, a spot where you can come sit, mellow, have something uh, uh sweet or savory to eat, have a nice cup of tea, meet some new friends, maybe play some games, have a chat. Um, but, yeah, uh, we are going to be doing some some food and beverage and, and uh, um, uh, libation um, general programming in the tea room, uh, of which Jeremiah can, can say more. Um, and also Jason will be able to say more uh, when he joins us in the bottle uh, as he he does antique soda demonstrations as well. So just kind of wanted to throw a little bit of a shout out there to both both of these wonderful human beings. Here, 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 here. All right. <laughs> well, that is fabulous. Now, I've got, uh, oh, my gosh, some more people 
and more people are, are buzzing around the uh, genie bottle here waiting to get in. So I am just going to make this a party, bring just about everybody in one at a time. Uh, Bill, if you or Tizar Maya don't mind getting that curtain again, that little beaded curtain, I figured you'd like that, that effect. Um, let me see. Just a moment if I can open. See if I can open the door. Um, just to see. I'm completely operational, and all my circuits are functioning perfectly. Oh, yeah, oh, yes. that's what I asked. Okay, okay. Uh, let me begin. <laughs> A dear, dear, longtime friend of Madame Perry's, who I think this person can do. They can do everything. And the time that I've known them, well, I'm still fascinated. So please let me bring in my, I, I love, I love them. Come in. Do come in, darling. This is an incredibly charming bottle. I love it. Thank you, honey. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Welcome, the chameleon. Thank you. Thank you. Pull up in a oh, little beside me. <laughs> I just wanted to invite everyone. I know. You yeah. know what? This is my, um, you know, my, if I had a spirit animal, it's Rosalind Russell is Auntie Mame. Oh. And that's what I was saying. I even did, if you've ever heard of Ignite, it's sort of a, uh, a like a, it wants to be Ted, but it's Ignite. And I went to, uh, I performed, I got to speak. I got a slot at the Ignite event in Asheville in 2012. And my talk oh, was cool. Life was Learned from Auntie Mame. So this is like the, I said at a certain <laughs> point, there's no point in a rundown. This becomes like the opening party of Auntie Mame. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> now, to um, comedian, I want to know all about what what you're doing. Oh, sure, sure. At this event, um, at the Steampunk Expo. Well, um, usually it's myself and my platonic uh, partner in uh, crimes of compassion and shenanigans, Pinky. Uh, but this year, it's just me. Um, so, um, Pinky, at some point in time, will be back. But uh, Bill Bill wrangled us persuasively to, um, you know, initially it was to do panels. He's so irresistible, that Captain Bill Bill. So mm-hmm. He is. Then it became from being being on panels to lifestyle track directors, so, um, yeah, we we get to um, discuss the amazing, you know, various timelines that we can create and histories we can create, plus the actual Victorian history and, and what we can do um, with it. It's pretty amazing, um, you know, everything from fashion to culture to art, literature, Shows, nightlife, tea, time, 
And uh, we'll be having, thanks to um, two panels back-to-back with Madame Askew and the Grand Arbiter. They were at 11 o'clock on Tuesday. I do, too. We came up with Right? So we, you know, this is brunch time for queer folks. It's 11 o'clock. We should be having brunch. Yes. So um, we're actually doing brunch uh, for two days, brunch of crimes, because be gay and be crime. So we're doing brunch of crimes both Saturday and Sunday, um, a serious topic and a lighthearted topic. And I'm not going to reveal them. You have to come to mm. Oh, I like it. I like a good yeah. tease from you, Chameleon. Now, um, in fact, when I saw the video, uh, I think from an event a couple of years ago, and it was you on a panel with Madame Askew, and, on, and I knew the gar- Grand Arbiter, but I thought, okay, this is even cooler. I've got friends in different places that I adore that know each other. Um, I don't know, it might sound goofy, but it excited me, okay? Oh, all my cool people know each other. So I love that too. That's one of my favorite things on the planet when, when I find out friends are friends and friends. And it's yes. the, the new thing. Yeah, I love that. Meant to be. Yeah. Absolutely. And I have been reading about Gabby Isabel, so when I met her in person, I go, oh, my God, you're Gabby Isabel. So, yeah. It, and that's, that's and I was thing. like, oh, my God, you're Madam Perry. <laughs> 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 and it's like, and, and then, you know, it's like I don't want to ever – get to where I lose this feeling of joy that you can get from people. You know, mm-hmm. get that kind of kid-like excitement of somebody, of oh, yeah. being around certain people and meeting them. Okay, I'm going to start bringing some people in because they're floating around outside, and I want to bring them all in for the party. And um, let me get the... Let me um, get the door, man. Well, thank you, sweetheart, because what I'm going to do while you're getting the door, you're going to have to be prepared to hold it just a wee bit because it's going to, oh, um, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, just handle it. Thank you. All right, coming first in here, oh, my gosh, is that? Is that Jason Merrill? I haven't met you in person yet. Such a dapper fella. Oh, oh yes. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> yes. And I thought I dressed for the occasion, but apparently I did not. Welcome. Okay. Get comfortable. You have to understand here. A, a waistcoat is pajama chic for Jason. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Jason. And you're the you're the programming director. Yes, indeed. Trying to to wrangle everybody into uh, three days where it could end up being two weeks if we let everybody do what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> lots and well, lots and lots of programming. Yes. <laughs> well, we can we can dream, can't we? So let's see. Oh, uh, and right behind you. Oh, I know this fellow. He's been in here before. He has his own seat. 
He is so charming. John Sprocket, welcome back. Oh, hello. It's fantastic to be back. Thank you. It is a thrill to have you back in here. My gosh, the last time you were on, we laughed so much, and I swear that show still gets downloaded. That episode is still downloaded. (laughs) In fact, I think that was right around when the pandemic began, and you had that uh, song about washing your hands. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The 22nd song. <laughs> okay. Well, John, I'm delighted to have you back. And if you'll step, yeah, if you get a little further in, because there are two more people that came together right behind you. And uh, <laughs> here we go. This party hadn't started. It is now. My <laughs> beloved friends, whom I totally adore. Madame Askew and the Grand Arbiter. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, welcome. Oh, my goodness. Please get comfortable. We came with the same hat on. <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, no, it's so good. We got the, the memo. Matching is the way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> but watch out for my bustle. It might knock over the bottle. Very oh, long. Yes. Tonight. Yes. <laughs> Just more of you to love. Thank you. <laughs> Honey, thank you. Extra so large sorry, chairs Mrs. out. Madam Shuffle <laughs> in. Madam Askew, your, your your bustle has an enchantment of its own. It's sort of like a TARDIS bustle. I I sometimes smuggle in an entire tea room inside my dress just to be prepared. <laughs> I, you know, I, I might as well, it, it's getting to the point where I might as well just sit back, mute my microphone, and just let you guys entertain me because I am so glad. <laughs> Grand Arbiter. Oh, and, and you know what, uh, uh, Gabby? Grand Arbiter also met your friend Fiona, and so did uh, so did Madame Askew at Wild West Con last year. <gasps> And what was cute was that when she was trying to jump up on a chair, trying to jump up, and she has to gauge it and gauge it. And Grand Arbiter goes, you know, you can see in her mind, she's working this out like a like an architect or like somebody like a jet propulsion lab. <laughs> she's, she's she's definitely got the the mind of a strategist. I I feel that she she's really up there with Napoleon in the strategic mindset. <laughs> I appreciate that effort on her part. Also, and not the same height. Absolutely. More of the elegance of Cleopatra, perhaps. <laughs> well, I know Madame Askew and myself are very excited about the Atlanta Steampunk Expo that we will be journeying to in the coming number of days that we will not say out loud, as Madison does have some yeah. projects, and we are kind to her and do not give her an exact timeline as to ensure that her head does not explode. No. Thank you. I need my head yes. to sew. That's awesome. Don't be exploding anyone's head. I do think we may have submitted too much content this year, though, because we submitted so much content that they're definitely going to cut a lot of our content to ensure that we don't die. I think we submitted three conventions worth of content 
um, about that. Instead of the standard, <laughs> the standard one. And so they'll definitely be uh, doing that. Um, I'm really excited. Uh, what we're, we're really excited about, we've talked about a little bit, is joining uh, the Chameleon for uh, Brunch of Crimes. We're very excited oh, about yes. being criminals. Madam Askew is a criminal with, this, with, with the needle. She can really, like, steal away with uh, some of the fabric. She just folds it into impossible shapes. What I think of Madam she has so many talents, but I think of Madame I think of Madame Askew as a flame haired goddess. Absolutely. Oh. She's the goddess of she's the goddess of of of, of meals and blood, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> I do always well, think we have a cheeky strumpet, I think. That cheeky strumpet is a flame haired goddess is what she is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're very kind. Um, I am excited to be with all of you at Atlanta Steampunk Expo. And I'm really excited that Mr. Sprocket is going to be there. What a treat. What a delight. Maybe I'll get to flirt with you from the audience and make eyes at you as you're, you know, serenading all of us. Oh, so good. I hope that you do. I want this to happen. I want this flirting to go down. I mean, <laughs> I'm always game. Madam and Gabby, when, yes. when John Sprocket is performing, and for those of you, if you don't know, if you're new to steampunk, John Sprocket also has a band called The Cog is Dead, and people hounded, I mean, hounded me from the show from the beginning. You gotta get the caucus dead. You gotta get the caucus dead. And I go, okay, what they oh, go, absolutely. but you probably can't get the caucus dead. You probably can't get them. And I go, okay, but you better, you should get, but you can't get them. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I got John's well, pocket. And what I want to know, could ladies. We be more thrilled. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. For, for my, um, well, <laughs> for my friends here, Gabby, the chameleon, and Madame Askew, when we watch, when John Sprocket performs, has has there ever been a a flinging of pantaloons on the stage? <laughs> I don't believe that's that. an assumption that I don't know. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I was going to bring a scarf and have it wrapped around the mic and then halfway through the show I was going to wipe my sweat and toss it out saying there you go baby that's <laughs> never that's perfect you can <laughs> my goodness you want that basket for you want that basket for Madame Perry you are asking oh. to be illegally cloned that is what you're doing you are just like please have my genetic material make clones do copyright infringement of my whole physical form. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you when illegal clones replace you doppelganger, doppelganger style. That's <laughs> I'm doppel shaming you. That's for sure. I'm doppel shaming you. Okay. <laughs> oh my. Well, listen. None of that here. <laughs> who's, who's, who's closer to the door? John, you're not blushing, are you? Oh, I think the Grand Arbiter is closer to the door than I that's, am. Okay, that's what I thought. Grand Arbiter. <laughs> yes. Wonderful creature. 
could you reach over and open the door, uh, just part those little beaded curtains like the ones you – and bring in my next guest who's joining the oh, party. Oh, of course. Let Welcome. me just stretch my arm out and extend it to its full, ridiculous, bird-like length like an albatross and pull these beads. Oh, they're very heavy. My delicate brain can't support them. It's fine. I've got it open. You please enter. Oh, please enter. Soon. I, my arm is very, very weak. It can't hold this for very long. Please, please. Oh, these, uh, these are people, these are my friends who write the beautiful songs. Please come in, introduce yourselves. I mean, it's a little, it's getting crowded and dark in here. I think somebody's got a hookah. Valentine Wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I see the salon remembers us because a dark corner has just appeared with some nice, uh, nice candlelight and a nice little, uh, suitably gothic corner for us to ensconce ourselves in. So we'll go hide in the back corner, which is what we do. Hello. So glad to be here. (laughs) We are delighted to have you here. (laughs) I'm so sorry you had to fly around. I'm sorry? Okay. Me? I think you did. I said I'm sorry you had to fly around outside the TV bottle so long. (laughs) Oh, okay. we're fi- oh, no, still, no, we're, we're still with us? We're happy to be here. No? We can hear you now, okay. darling. Oh, the, the, the bottle right. has gotten so crowded that almost Madame Perry herself is being <laughs> squeezed out. <laughs> hey, I'm just going to lay back here, drink tea, and be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need a floating palanquin so you can just sort of float above the rest of us and look absolutely mm. fabulous. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, so, okay, so you got your, uh, yeah. Braxton, did you get the uh, audio okay? I mean, just because you do music about Poe and Emily doesn't mean you have to use uh, the old candlestick phone or whatever. <laughs> well, I, I'm still wondering <laughs> if we do have the audio or not. Um, I'm hoping you guys can hear me. Uh, yeah, we can. can hear you. We can hear you. Mm-hmm. Well, then, yes. then there we are. Um, the the uh, technological gods are kind this week. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. hi. Uh, I'm so excited for you to come to the Atlanta Steampunk Expo, and I'm going to get to see you again. Mm. We are big, big Adventures fans of Valentine Wolf. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine Wolf are basically part of our fabric at this point. Um, they have uh, graced us with their presence every year so far for the Steampunk Expo, and we could not imagine doing it without them. And you know, that, once... that kind of means so much to us, and we just we're thrilled to be here and we're, we're thrilled that y'all keep having us back. And uh, I think one of the reasons we love this convention so much is I think y'all are the first ones uh, who were insane enough when I said, well, Hey, we can, we can play a show, but like, check it out. What if I scored, what if I live scored some silent films? And mm-hmm. that's kind of become a regular thing that we do at ASC. And we're, 
We've got something, I think, pretty cool this year. I'm not going to be doing all of Metropolis because I would, my arm would fall off, but we're going to be do, doing a, I've got a few nice uh, science fiction space movies from the 1910s and 20s, and and Fritz Lang will be making an appearance. We will do some scenes from Metropolis, but uh, but not, not all three hours. I'm, that's a little too much. <laughs> Oh, but very exciting. I love Metropolis. That is we're pretty so stoked. I think it's, it's going to be crazy. That was, there's a few that, you know, the, the ones that I think are in our wheelhouse feel very, very comfortable. Of course, the, the two major ones are Nosferatu and Cabinet uh, of Dr. Caligari. And I think at other years at, Atlanta Steampunk Expo, we've done like little uh, short film festivals that started. We found three Edgar Allan Poe short films that we did a few years back. Mm-hmm. And then last year we did a lot of uh, the films of Georges Millet, who I just, I was exposed to that through the amazing movie Hugo, then I read the book. And I think bringing, you know, bringing a kind of entertainment that, you know, is the way people used to experience film and don't get to anymore. And then putting our twist on it, that, that's pretty steampunk, I think. So I'm pretty excited uh, for Friday night. And then on, on Saturday, we're gonna, I'm going to remember how to play some distortion. We are going to play some of our Valentine Wolf style gothic heavy metal for you because that's just that's what we do. <laughs> yeah, we're really excited um, not only to welcome back Valentine Wolf, but um, to have – John Sprocket with us uh, uh, with um, some of our favorite The Cog is Dead songs as well as some of the solo songs. Um, it's all going to be part of our Saturday night events, which I will let the chameleon talk a little bit more about because that's kind of their domain. Um, but yeah, we're thrilled to have um, both performances happening uh, at our show this year. What I will say about Saturday night is that it is going to be building into something much more Grand, like the Grand Arbiter. Grand. (laughs) So grand. Yeah. um, Saturday, we are fortunate enough to uh, have John Froggett and uh, Valentine Wolf as a part of our Fashion to Know and Review. And that is going to be super amazing. We're calling on the vendors and on attendees to be a part of the fashion show. We'll open it up with little Valentine Wolf, who is going to sort of play the beautiful score behind our models. Um, if you've noticed with a lot of the fashion shows lately, they are bringing in performances, um, actors, singers, other sorts of artists, and to sort of round out and create more of not just a fashion show, but a fashion atmosphere, bringing it into being a part of, you know, our lifestyle and a part of what we do and who we are. And um, Madame Askew and the Grand Arbiter will be there voicing the beautiful fashionista, oh, no, it's not fashionista doors, it's fashionista knots because we're in space. Fashionista knots. It's very important that we're in space because only in space can they hear you sashay. <laughs> That's correct. 
we're really excited to we're really excited to host. I think this is our second fashion show we've been maybe third fashion show we've been able to host. But we love we love celebrating costumes and decoration. And Madame Askew knows more about costuming. Uh, in her pinky than I do in my entire body. So I will be definitely looking to her for guidance, as always. Um, but, Madam, <laughs> well, I think there's something else. Us. Oh, sorry, please go ahead, Grand Arbiter. It's okay. Uh, continue your statement, and then I'll move forward. It's fine. I was merely going to toss back the compliment and say, between the two of us, we shall endeavor somehow to be thoughtful, charming, and edifying during the fashion show. We love doing this. I'm so excited to be working with the Chameleon and ASA to bring an absolutely stunning evening of fashion and creativity to the convention. Well, that's not the only thing we'll be hosting. What I'm really excited about, and which I know you're really excited about, is <gasps> blended teapot racing. <gasps> it's so in the audience, so oh, it's, it's uh, RC cars decorated with teapots going through obstacle courses. You should definitely look up the information on the Atlanta Steampunk Expo website so that you can start building your own racer to submit because we are looking to, to get those racers onto the field of tea adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's correct, and you will walk away with with clout and honor and maybe prizes. Who knows? Who knows? It's anything possible. That's true. Oh, you know, I was thinking that I could just drive in every day from where I live, and now I'm thinking I need to get a room so that I don't miss anything. Yes. Um, That's true. <laughs> okay. How will you want to get in before the second? Us? Before the second, okay. So yeah, uh, that's yeah. What... Rooms are still on sale, but um, but uh, that the our special discount code will uh, uh, expire on the second. So definitely book your rooms now, now, now. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for that tip, and thank everybody out mm-hmm. there. And remember, AtlantaSteampunkExpo.com is where you want to go. And I was remiss. I think I am just so fascinated by having my own anti-mame style steampunk party. I. <laughs> Introduce Valentine Wolf, and without saying, this is Sarah and Braxton, who make up Valentine Wolf, who are excellent musicians, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited to see them again. I haven't seen you since Red Light Cafe a couple of years ago, I think, or last year. I, I, yeah, yeah, I think that was definitely the last time we saw each other. That was really fun. That was a fun show, and it was fun to see you get to hang out some, and it's okay. I think lots of people think Sarah's name is Valentine Wolf, and a lot of people think she's the Valentine and I'm the Wolf. I think people are a little. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> some people are kind of surprised to find that no, we we actually have names, and uh, but uh, no no worries. We're just we're and it's been ages since we've been back in your beautiful salon, Madam Perry. So it's been far too Aww. long. So thank you for You've having. Got a- well, thank you. I was about to purchase something last week as a gift for a friend off of your website, and it was a big package set. And then as soon as I went to buy it, it was sold out. So I'm thinking, yes, you're right. Anything I need that has to do with anybody here, I've got to get it right away. You can't put it off. But um, do you remember how we met? 
Um, Valentine Wolf? I have to confess, right now I do not. <laughs> it's my, it's remember? Well, I don't. I, I had almost forgotten to. Honestly, you're the uh, we've known so long. I, I just I can't remember a time we didn't know you, but how did we meet? Well, you know, I'm a, I have a my company, Lone Wolf Communications. It's a uh, I'm a publicist, an entertainment publicist, and I had a client whose books were uh, going into uh, about Edgar Allan Poe and so forth, um, where his detective was trying to solve something for Edgar Allan Poe in this uh, story. And I said, you know, with the era and the things in your stories, uh, with your characters and your books, do you know anything about steampunk? These are some people you might want to be introducing this to and getting to know. And so he went and looked it up and said, this is fantastic. You know, how can we make more of it? You know, how can we get some music? And so I started just you remember that? So I started looking. Okay, where can I find some, you know, music? And then I found you guys, and I sent you a message. You didn't know who this crazy woman was, but you very kindly called me and and created the music, and I appreciated it. And so I'm going to get to hear well, you guys yeah. again. I'm going to get to hear John Sprocket. John Sprocket. Yes. Hello. What is the weird song? Weird is a song all about uh, when I was growing up, uh, I was made fun of quite a bit for being a weird kid. Uh, I have ADHD, and as a kid, I could not focus on anything, and I was very hyper. And the song is basically about growing up as this kind of weird kid that was made fun of for being weird and pursuing music and art and all the things that interested me that uh, as a, a young kid made me seem weird to my classmates, but as I grew up and started expressing myself through music and film and art, and people kind of took notice of that, uh, I sort of shifted from being weird to kind of like, oh, this, this is the cool, talented kid, and uh, being admired, and then finding the steampunk community, which is really where my weirdness was, I guess, fully embraced, because uh, I finally found people who are just as weird as me. <laughs> so that's, that's really the essence of the song. It's the most autobiographical song I've ever written. It's all it's actually based on my life. <laughs> ah, fascinating. Well, tell me more. You guys have been so generous. I don't know if um, Madame Miskew has to, to leave soon, but you've all been so... I the grand do, office. alas. What Madame Miskew is off. Madame Miskew is off to... Uh, she has to sew a tea cozy for an audience yeah. on display. It's true. I teach every Tuesday night. I teach um, sewing virtually, and so the class is calling to me. Come, come, stitch, stitch away. But I've had such a lovely time being with all of you, and I'm so excited to be at Atlanta Steampunk Expo and to uh, give fist bumps or elbow bumps or hugs or whatever people are comfortable with and to share Many cups of tea in the tea salon with Captain Sam and the dear Teaser and the entire tea drinking community. I know it's going to be an absolutely splendid time. And Mr. Sprocket, I shall not show my knickers at you, but I'll probably wink at you from the audience. So I hope <laughs> you are prepared for that level of indecorous scandal that I'm going to be bringing to your audience. I will gladly welcome it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Madam Miskew. It's been a while. 
it has been far too long. It's been ages and ages since I've been at the same the same temporal moment and space as you, Mr. Sprocket. So I'm very excited that we'll be at the same convention again. It's so lovely. And I'm excited about all of you being there. And Madam Askew, I know you have to go, and I know you're incredibly busy. I keep you've seen Miss Fisher's murder mysteries, right? Oh yes, oh yes, <laughs> yeah. And actually, Anthony Sharp, who plays Cecil, has been here on the show uh, oh, a couple times. I think you might be sitting on the cushion that Anthony sat on. But anyway, <gasps> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I know, I, I know. I'm getting excited too, and you're the one sitting on it. But I think sometimes <sighs> it, I think that like Franny Fisher, I feel like you need the butler, like like Butler she has, and the companion Dot to make your life easier because your schedule is so busy. <laughs> it's true. I, mean, I could use I the entire not... battalion of butlers. She no. has ha- several, but there's there's just. One, one, one learns that one can never have enough butlers is the lesson. It's true. It's true. One needs many butlers in this life. Madam Perry, I recommend an entire regiment or at least a platoon of butlers. It's really the only way to travel. Bring a little, you know, squadron of butlers with you to manage your affairs and to deliver tea. Uh, but I'm not, I was, I, I must say adieu to everyone, Madam Perry. Thank you so much. Adieu, my beautiful friend. And she's Unfortunately, Thank I will you. have to depart as well. Um, but I want to leave you on the note that um, we have every faith that uh, Atlanta Steampunk Expo will shoot to the stars without any complications of any kind. And will be perfect in every conceivable way. So if you don't have your tickets already and you have not scheduled your hotel room, you need to do so immediately with great verb and haste. Um, we will see you there. And uh, Gabby, I will see you there personally, and I will give you such a squeeze, just a little squeeze. Just a, just a little squeeze. <laughs> it started threatening, and then it ended so nice. <laughs> I mean, no threat. Only promises. I was just like, I will see you personally. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> I haven't vexed to the judges, have I? <laughs> I don't make threats. I only make promises. I will see you later. Take care of yourselves and don't die. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I love you, Grand Arbiter. Okay. Good yes. idea. Uh, since since it didn't come up earlier, uh, Madame Miskew and the Grand Arbiter are our guests of honor this year. They are our, our official tea ambassadors. So they had mentioned that they are going to be running some of the tea themed events this year, but we're, we love them. They came um, to the Atlanta area um, for our show for the first time last year. Um, and we're just tickled pink that they're able to come back again this year. Um, they're always just so much fun, even when they are threatening me. Well, see, that makes me want to hug somebody. Chameleon, can I hug you? (laughs) Give Bill Um, a squint. She could always use some love. (laughs) Chameleon, could you do me a favor? 
Sure. I've been looking Absolutely. at this picture. I've been looking at this picture, y'all. The mm-hmm. Dietrich photo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, from Dim Horizon, Fox Theater. Can you give me just a touch of Dietrich singing? Oh, 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 oh. Um, hmm. Oh, my. Shall I make a request? Okay. All right. All right. Um, what do you have, Lily? Lily Marlene, not uh, laziest gal in town. So we will, um, we'll, we'll go off English this evening, um, <laughs> since, since I have not practiced Lily Marlene in a while. So, but just, just a couple of bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we can't do Lily Marlene. <laughs> um, I could do. Oh, okay. Hang on, I've got it. Uh. Not in my voice, but in hers. <clears throat> du, du, liebt mir im Herzen, du, du, mir im Sinn, du, du, magst mir im Herzen, weiß nicht, wie gut ich dir bin. Ja, 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 weiß nicht, wie gut ich dir bin. Yeah! Woo! Bravo! Thank you so much! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Happy to do Dietrich at any time if I'm well <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know. I know. Well, back in the late 90s and early aughts, I worked as a prof- I was telling Gabby, I worked as a professional impersonator of Marlene, of, of Mon- excuse me, not Marlene, of Monroe and Madonna. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. It's like. Mm-hmm. No, it takes me. It takes me not only time for the makeup, but just to get into the, the whole, the voice and everything. Um, maybe I could squeeze a little tune out of John Sprocket. John, oh. are we giving you too much of a hard time tonight? We're talking about Madame Askew was going to wink and flirt, and we talked about pantaloons. I hope we haven't run you off. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm just sitting here. Will you sing a line or two for us? Because we need some, you know, it's a party. We need a little music. Uh, sure. Uh, since you mentioned weird, I, I'll sing a little bit of the uh, the first part of that. Okay. Way back when I was just a child, my days were filled with loneliness. I'd sit and make my silly music. And no, I wasn't very social, but why would I want to be when all I ever got from kids at school was ridicule? I don't care what they think, I love the things I do. No, I don't sit there mold, I went and broke that thing in two. And maybe (laughs) I've become exactly what they feared. Wonderfully, wildly, whimsically, wonderfully, what? It's great to be weird. Woo! <laughs> 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 wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. This is the first time I'll be back in Atlanta in almost seven years. Which is wow. kind of hard to pass up to John. Fantastic. Yeah, we're so we're thrilled. We cannot wait. People love you. And let's see, uh, Jason Merrill, Jason's still here? 
I don't see him. I am. Jason. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, I didn't hear you. Oh, you must I have been sipping some tea. Those curtains at the back. Just, okay. That's fine. Everything is everything is fine here. Whatever you want to do, just be happy. Um, <laughs> I'm a groove and let groove kind of madam. So <laughs> tell me. I, I, <laughs> are killing me. I am going to start getting my husband in some steampunk gear. I think he's ready to join me at some events. But right. he's very particular about how he dresses. So will you be able to guide him? I know that you're a purveyor of vintage gentlemen's accessories. And oh, of course. Certainly. You run Blackbird Finery. Yes, indeed. Since uh, 2013 now. So all manner mm-hmm. of uh, antique and vintage cufflinks and pocket watches and watch chains and mm-hmm. every little uh, extra bit and bob that uh, a well-dressed gentleman requires. Okay. And you will have them there at the Atlanta Steampunk Expo? Yes. Yes, indeed. I have a lovely assistant who will be manning the, the booth while I am uh, running around making sure things uh, run smoothly. Now, I read that you are the host of the Gothic Heroin Book Club? Yes. Yes, that's something we've done. Uh, we started doing it at ASE uh, in 2019. And we get a bunch of uh, lady readers in nightgowns and by candlelight. Uh, they read from classics of Gothic literature, like The Castle of Entantro and uh, bits from Frankenstein, uh, The Phantom Fortune, all kinds of great, great uh, period mm. sensation. We're actually That's taking a break here because the chameleon is going to be doing something uh, along those lines. And I wanted, I didn't want her uh, competing with, with me and vice versa. I wanted to give her center stage for that sort of thing, and I'll let her describe that. Oh, well, we're going to do our best to um, to have it. May. It was going to be in conjunction with the bigger thing um, that we were doing. Um, however, it's a bit more naughty, I'll just mm. say. It's a bit more naughty. Well, I'm interested. The publication is called The Pearls. No. I can't hear you very well. I think Ah. you're thinking not about moving away from from a microphone. Um, Have you heard of a publication called The Pearls? (laughs) It's you know when they see the naughty nineties, uh, and it's not about the nineteen nineties. Yeah. An erotic publication uh, that time. Uh-huh. Of poems and prose, and it's all collected in a little 
little book now just called The Poodle. Mm-hmm. You might possibly be having something similar to Nike's Lad and Gentleman Nike's Lad. What do guys, I forget, what do, what are just are gentlemen wearing Nike shirts? I don't know. <laughs> Nike shirty and reading naughtiness and bits. <laughs> and yes. Okay. I see. I see. I'm checking this out now. I'm checking this out with the information over the ether of uh, the erotic tales sex, devoted to sex in high society. Mm-hmm. Very, very <laughs> um, I didn't read about it. Um, when I was in studying any Victoriana, I was actually uh, gifted a copy of the book during my rent fair days. Oh, okay. Uh, which makes really no sense. I would get a Victorian <laughs> days, but you know, literature. Well, well, I can only see stories from the Pearl as I'm reading about it. Uh, I can picture inspiration for more songs by Valentine Wolf, and. <laughs> And I think we all know what that means. They'll be darkly delicious. One thing, too, I want to ask, um, Tzar Maya. Well, yes. All right. I didn't want to wake you up if you were comfortable. Uh, I think I saw a video of you with Calamity Dawn. And, Yeah. And she was making some mm-hmm. lovely mocktails. Will the, any of those be in the tea salon? Um, we will have some drinks that are uh, not mocktails per se, but are definitely um, elevations of just proper tea. Um, and we will we will for our VIPs have uh, specifically we will have some some mocktail-esque things as well. But for the more general public who wants to um, join us for some special uh, tea shenanigans, we're going to have a build-your-own-boba, uh, which will be very exciting. Yes. And uh, we'll, we, might have a, we might have a special, uh, special tea uh, mocktail or, or similar at our Valentine's Day tea that we uh, will be doing because – it's just around the corner from from the actual event, so why not celebrate ahead of time? Mm-hmm. We like that. That's right. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, I am so grateful that you've all given so much time, and thanks to everyone for uh, being so kind and patient about the problems I had last week. I could not have asked people to be more gracious. And you've been so generous with your time. Tonight, I know it's difficult with the big party. I don't want anyone to feel like they're left out because you are all such adorable, fascinating people. Uh, And I'm just so grateful to know you and grateful that you all took time (laughs) in what I'm sure were already very, very busy days and nights to come and join us here on Madame Perry Salon to talk about the Atlanta Steampunk Expo. Captain Bill Bill, thank you. Uh, oh, Captain, am I doing a live show from there? 
I'll be doing a live broadcast. Yes. He might have been called back to the control panel, but he should still be on the line. <laughs> you know, Captain's duties are never done. Or yes, perhaps he's true. muted. I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, yes, and I think I'm doing a, uh, some kind of presentation panel about women in space and women in the 19th century who studied astrology and also something to do with uh, how steampunk designs are actually influencing a lot of things being done by NASA JPL specialists now. Um, my husband's worked in the satellite communications business for decades, and I also have a client I do social media for that's in that field. And so it gave me a chance to, he said, he was one that suggested, said, you, you might want to look into how some of those uh, designs are being used now or influencing modern stuff from the steampunk age. So. That was fun. All right. So, everybody, I know you've got other things to do. You're busy people. You're fascinating people. Again, thank you for being so generous. And for people listening, the Atlanta Steampunk Expo, February 10th through the 12th, 2023. This year's theme is? Steampunk in space. (laughs) Say it Steampunks in space. I'm just so excited. Uh, the last time I saw the chameleon do a burlesque, I think the song was Gravediggers from Outer Space. Was that what it was? Uh, yes. Uh, that's by my friend Jimmy Psycho and Psycho Charger, where my shoe broke less than probably 15 seconds into the song. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the whole platform came off the front end and there was no way to take the shoes off. And actually, I just pulled up those pictures recently from that uh, performance to show a friend who whose strap broke in the middle of um, her act during my show for uh, Edgar Allan Poe's birthday called Possessed. <laughs> Everything well, that's... old is new again? <laughs> Has the mission been completed? You know that I have the greatest enthusiasm for it. I do too. Uh, I have the greatest enthusiasm. <laughs> I love the sound effects. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I am, I am, I'm so childlike in my love of sound effects. Uh, so thank you all. Could you do you each wanted to say something to listeners before we end this soiree in space, space, space? <laughs> sure. Bill, have you uh, figured out your your communication pad? Are you with us? Bill. Oh. Bill. <laughs> Can you hear me? We've lost our coffee. Can you hear me? Apparently, apparently the pod bay doors are closed, and he can't do that. How? Um. Hello, hello. Oh, there he is. Hello. He made it. I'm sorry, my 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 communo helmet wasn't properly operating. I had to adjust the focal on the. Sh- but uh, it's all good now. We should be arriving on time in Atlanta for the Atlanta Steampunk Exposition to begin the Queen's journey through space. I hope you all will join us. Please buy tickets. 
We'll have lovely vendors, lovely entertainment, and uh, we promise you a good time. So this is Captain uh, Bill Bill signing off. Thank you, Captain Bill Bill. And starting from, if if everybody could just give a little shout out, say what just say what you at Atlanta Expo and who you are, and have fun. Uh, starting with uh, Sarah and Braxton. Well, thank you so much for having us on, and we are really looking forward to this convention. All right, thank you. We're looking. Uh huh. And we're looking forward to you. John? Yes, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'm John Sprocket from The Cog is Dead, uh, lead singer and songwriter, and I'll be performing music and uh, probably participating in some other shenanigans, and I'm really looking forward to seeing all of you wonderful people again in Atlanta in a few weeks. Delightful. Chameleon, my old friend. Chameleon. Come join us for the Lifestyle Channels discussions, brunt of crime, the fashion show and review, and my sparkling fashion not sense. Yes. <laughs> I can dig it. Jason? <laughs> uh, I once again want to invite everybody to come join us. We've got an incredible lineup of, of programming. Uh, we do have a formal ballroom dance Friday night, our celestial soiree. And then I'll be demonstrating some 100-year-old soda formulas on Saturday, picking some, some rather unique, um, somewhat space sodas for this go-round. So always a good time. And, you know, as as before, time's getting short, so please book your book your room and grab your tickets and... We'll see you February 10th. All right. Fantastic. Tizar Maya, Jeremiah. Oh, yes. Um, well, first off, allow me to say that I am most excited to uh, finally meet my good friend, the chameleon. I hope that I can find them. They may be shapeshifted, and I might not realize who they are. Um, <laughs> as well as, as, <laughs> I'm oh, also very excited. <laughs> I'm very excited to also see everyone else uh, meet some folks that, that are new, meet some folks that are old friends that I haven't seen in many years. So, uh, you know, just the, the community aspect of things is just super exciting. But um, as well, I really hope you all uh, have a chance to come by, get some tea, have some lovely uh, finger foods with us, enjoy the chill atmosphere, enjoy the, the wealth of expertise that all, all three uh, tea, cap, excuse me, tea captains can provide. And, uh, just really excited to, you know, you bring a little bit of our hospitality to you. Fantastic. And we're looking forward to it as well. And that brings me to my friend and Fiona's, Gabby Isabel. Gabby? Oh, it me? Oh, hi. <laughs> Did I leave anybody out? Did I leave anyone out? Everybody? I don't, okay. I, I pro- I, 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 okay, so it's me. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I promise to be far more organized in person. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, 
Uh, I can really echo what everyone has already said. Um, I do want to take a moment to um, give a little shout out to those who weren't able to join us tonight. Um, we have many, many uh, wonderful guests and presenters coming this year, uh, uh, including uh, Brett King, who is a fantastic maker and costumer, um, Dave Lee and Mike Perotti of Hatton Cross Steampunk, um, will be bringing their their large steampunk vehicles for the the I think it's the third annual um, death match races uh, that will be held uh, out, outside in the parking lot of the hotel. Um, and uh, they'll have the, the vehicles inside as well for people to admire and drool over because they are quite fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we just did a series of, of um, YouTube video um, updates that just ended earlier tonight, actually. So if you're interested in seeing some of these vehicles in progress, you can check it out on our um, YouTube channel. Um, our handle is at Atlanta Steampunk Expo 1. Um, in addition, uh, we will also have Paige Gardner, who is a longtime friend <gasps> of Atlanta Steampunk Exposition. Yes, we're big, big, Love big her. fans. And she will be there um, with her fantastic, outrageous, no-so costumery. Um, for those who have not seen Paige before, she's the master of putting together a mind-blowing costume while having next to no seamstress skills. She just puts it all together with absolute ingenuity and brilliance. So she's a wonderful person to, um, to see her panels and her, uh, um, her Q&As about how you can get started making cosplays because um, they will. They will just absolutely blow your mind. Um, and then mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier um, Calamity Dawn of Calamity Labs will be our mixologist, uh, our in-house mixologist for the weekend. Um, she does fantastic paneling on um, – on how to, the history of drinks, how to mix a perfect drink. Um, I, I know she's got some, some theme-appropriate panels uh, on the decks for us this year, as well as one of my favorite series she does is We Do the Weird Stuff, um, and that's all of the bizarre cocktails that have been mixed throughout history. Um, and then finally, uh, the last guest um, who wasn't able to join us tonight, uh, Tattooed Santa, Stephen Taylor, um, who oh, is yeah. a local joy. Yes, he is just an absolute joy uh, to know and to be around. Um, he will be demonstrating some of his amazing leatherworking skills and chainmail skills and just generally being a wonderful human being. Um, and that's not everybody. I mean, I, there are plenty of other panelists and presenters um, that are going to be there that we are super excited about. We have lots of authors coming this year. So if you're a reader, um, we highly recommend coming, checking out the Vendors Hall, um, picking up some new books. We'll be doing a writer's roundtable um, to kind of whet your appetite, so to say. Um, and then, of course, we're, our other um, our other programming directors who weren't here, um, Elizabeth, uh, Headmistress Elizabeth Corbet, whom I mentioned earlier running the Youth Academy, and Diana Valdez, um, who is our fabrication um, programming director. And out of amazing generosity is going to be bringing a little piece of steampunk history to our show this year. Um, Diana is most well known for the uh, steampunk X-Men that debuted at DragonCon many, many years ago. Um, She created the fabulous steampunk Professor Xavier wheelchair 
and she's actually donating that to our charity this year. So you will be able to come bid on um, owning a piece of, of, of steampunk history and, and take home the, the, the Professor Xavier wheelchair, which is still functional. <laughs> so, oh um, so, yeah, yeah, we're very, very excited to have her with us um, this year and all of the amazing things that she's planning for us. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much in store. We, we, we only cover just a, a tiny little portion of it and we still managed to fill almost an hour and a half. So, um, please, <laughs> please do come check us out. Um, we have full weekend passes for sale on the website until February 3rd. So if you want to come by your three day pass, uh, you can, uh, go to atlantasteampunkexpo.com. Um, we will have day passes sold at the door only for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and we will have a vendor-only um, shopping pass as well. So if you just want to come and, like I said, check out some of those authors, check out some of the amazing vendors that we have on site, uh, Whimsy Co. as they sew in France, uh, oh gosh, too many to, to name, but amazing, amazing vendors. Um, you can come in for the uh, low, 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 low price of $10, considering that we have over 70 or almost 70 <laughs> vendors this year. <laughs> wow. um, to just come check out, see the reading, see some of the artists, see all of the stuff that's on display. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're super excited about this year. We hope that you guys will be able to join us. Um, join us for our big events in the evenings as well as our daytime paneling. And um, I think I've rambled long enough. All I can say now is thank you so much, Madam Perry, for having us aboard your fabulous bottle. I'm going to have to get some decorating tips from you. Cause thank you, I love Thank you. Thank you for yeah, so very eloquently capsulizing everything. Capsulizing? You know what I'm saying. Anyway, I know thank you so saying. much. <laughs> So, Thank you, you know, uh, a lot of people tell me they listen when they're driving or when they are um, uh, running or something. So just so in mm-hmm. case you didn't get it written down, I will be sharing the links on all of my social media, not only Madam Perry Salon, but also with uh, my personal and my business with Lone Wolf Communications. I'll be sharing the links so that nobody has to be left out. And I just think that you're all wonderful. And so, therefore, we will all see you, folks. We'll all meet up there. Please come back again, all of you. Um, anything you've got to promote, share, or just want to talk about something, give me a holler. I'll tell my uh, producer, Megan, and we will set it up as just immediately. Uh, And so the only thing I say here is uh, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and then go out Mm -hmm. with my song, with my motto, Everybody's Got to Swing. This is Madam Perry. I love you all. Goodbye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.